Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning. Man, you guys look good this morning. Turn around and tell your neighbor, say, you look nice today. Would you tell them, I say, you look nice today. Man, what a great day it is to be in God's house, uh, worshiping the Lord. Uh, he is good to us, amen? Wow, singing those songs, man. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love it. I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time with us this morning, we just want to welcome you to Faith Renew Church. One more time, I want to tell you how excited I am that God sent you. And can we do this, Faith Renew? Oh, can you just let our first time guests know we know they're, we're glad though, we know they're here. So we do that. Come on. <clears throat> yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm, uh, I want to jump in and uh, invite all of our online, uh, welcome all of our online folks as well to you. We're glad you're here. But I don't know if you've noticed, there's a big old tub sitting in front of us this morning. We're going to be baptizing some folks this morning. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And this is, um, this is you'll see this morning, I, we've, I don't think we've ever had this. Um, uh, this is VBS Overflow. This really is. Yeah, I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, come on. And uh, super pumped about what we're going to do. We have three in our first uh, service this morning, and they're all coming from our Faith Kids department. And so uh, that is, again, seeds that you have sown uh, the last this past week, week before last, and VBS. And what a great time. Uh, we dedicated uh, children to the Lord last week um, and uh, celebrating their physical birth, going to be celebrating their new birth this morning and uh, being born again. And so I, I'm just excited about that. And if you have not signed up for baptism, you'd like to be baptized, uh, we always uh, keep clothes on hand, towels on hand. So this morning, if the Lord is calling you into the waters, uh, obey, jump in as part of the next steps in your journey of faith. Amen? Well, who brought a Bible to church? If you have it, turn with me to Psalms chapter 18. Psalm chapter 18. Amen. And uh, we um, uh, going to read, uh, I don't know, a few verses here um, in Psalms. And if you use the YouVersion Bible app, uh, if you're not familiar with that really great app, uh, you can download to your mobile device. And if you'll click on that app and then more and then events, you will actually see what I'm going to be sharing today. And you can save and share that and keep that and palm of your hand, all those good things. But um, Psalm 18, 1 through 3, uh, this is, a, this is if yours may have this, the little heading above it, and I'll, I love it when those are there, just kind of gives you per perspective of, you know, who wrote it, when it was written, what was going on, and this is in the heading of mine, maybe in the heading of yours as well, but this is a Psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke to the Lord uh, the words of this song on the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And this is, this is what he said, or sung to the Lord. He said, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in, him I will tr in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the name, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and so shall I be saved from my enemies. That's cool. Uh, I want to just go back one more time and read uh, 
there in verse 2 where he says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God. We're going to talk about him this morning. Can we pray? Would you join me in prayer? So, Father, we love you. Honored, blessed, thanks, so thankful for what you're doing at Faith Renewed Church and in the lives of your people. Thank you for what we're going to celebrate this morning. People have been added to your kingdom because of seeds that have been sown in this house, because of lives that have been changed, because your son Jesus got on a cross and gave his life for us. And God, we just celebrate it today, and we just give you praise in Jesus' name. Would you say it? Amen. Amen. We're in a series right now. We just launched this thing last week. So you haven't missed but one message. And so if you're new, you can jump right in on this thing. And it's called Jehovah. And um, I love it. We're looking at the names of God. And um, we're kind of uh, just kind of digging into this. There are like nine, over 950 names and phrases that describe God. Pretty cool as you read scripture. So you think about that. So um, this is going to be about a 12-year series um, that we're going to be in. And so, uh, and so um, <clears throat> if uh, some of your kids, you know, who are in faith kids, they'll be in youth group or be a young adult by the time uh, we finish this thing. Uh, no, we, we're going to zero in on some of the Jehovah names and uh, really, really dig into those. And uh, today, uh, the title is this. It, it is... Um, the Lord my God and the Jehovah is Jehovah El. Whoo. And um, it, it probably one of the lesser known uh, gods. We, I, don't, I don't recall hearing a song about Jehovah El. We sung a lot of songs about Jehovah Jireh and Nisi and our Shalom and all those things, which we'll be looking at in this series and kind of digging deep into. But I, 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 I think it's very important that we, we get this one and that we get this one early on as we begin to see this. Um, and, and, and it's, it's huge because last week I started like laying foundation for kind of like where we would go for this series and kind of like what we begin to build upon and kind of look at. And we talked about last week that we need him more than anything else. And uh, like that is the most important thing. And so I know there's a lot of things that happen in life. I know there's a lot of things going on. But there's nothing today more important than you needing God and turning to him. And so this is what we're going to kind of build on to kind of from, from last week. But he said this. God said this about himself. He said, I am who I am. I am who I am. And so he makes this big, massive claim that he is Jehovah. He's the Lord. He's Yahweh. He is the one who reigns above any other God. And then when we looked at this passage last week in Isaiah where the Lord said this, he said, there is no other God beside me with a capital G. There's not another one. Like, you understand that? Like, there may be other gods in your life. None of them have the capital in front of their name. They, if every other God in your life other than the one true Jehovah God that we're talking about this morning is a false idol, it's a false God, and it will fall, and only one true God will stand. Amen? And, and, you, and it's, it's just true. So again, we're talking about him this morning. So I, I love this. And when we say this, I really felt like kind of take it, to take a moment this morning to kind of like make sure that when we're saying and, and looking at the passages that we're looking at and we're using like these Hebrew things and like Jehovah's and Yahweh's and Adonai's and we're using those names, I really kind of feel like that we need to make sure that when I say that, when you hear Jehovah, when you hear those things, we're talking about God. All right? And you're like, 
It's in the title, bro. I get it. All right, we're, you're good. I want us to really see, we're talking about God. Like, when I say that, we're not talking about like, just like the Father. All right, because I, I, th- I think sometimes like we can get in, there's a lot of false doctrines, there's a lot of false religions, there's a lot of cults that, that don't understand that Jesus is God also. And like when we say that, when, when, when the Holy Spirit is at work in your life, we're talking about God, and we're talking about the Jehovah, we're talking about all those things. Like God, like the Father, he's not first place, Jesus is like second place, like very close, like he's just right on his, right on his tail, you know, God's little, little back, you know, just flapping a little bit. Bit, his little flowing in the wind, and Jesus is right there, and Holy Ghost is rounding third, and he's he's a, he's in third place. God, there's only one God. Now we see him in three distinct persons, but there is one God, and this is this is this is cool because I want you to see this now because when you read Scripture and you see things that Jesus said, it was Jehovah. When we see things again, you're like, well, is he really? Yeah, he's Jehovah. Because these are things that he even said about himself. And I want us to read it. Because, again, I feel like it's important. John 8. And, and it's a little bit lengthy passage. But I want you to see this. It's like God, you know, Jesus in, on earth, God here with us. He makes these outrageous claims. He says stuff that mess, messes with people. It freaks them out. God, God is you know, ready to kill him, and ultimately he lays his life down because of some of the things that he said and for our sin. But 48 says this. He says, Then the Jews answered and said to him, we're kind of jumping in it, Do we not say rightly that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? And Jesus answered, don't ever tell Jesus that he has a demon, all right? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. And I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Most assuredly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never see death. We're going to be celebrating eternal life this morning. Amen. Then the Jews said to him, now we know that you have a demon. Now we know you do. We thought you did. Now you're saying this stuff. Now we knew... Because Abraham is dead and the prophets, and, and you say, if anyone keeps my words, you shall never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who is dead and the prophets are dead? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus. Shaking his head. Jesus answered, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It's my father who honors me. of whom says that he is your God. You have not known him, but I know him. And if I say I do not know him, I shall be a liar like you. But I do know him and I keep his words. And your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, you're not yet 50 years old and you have seen Abraham. And somebody said some words to Moses on the backside of a desert. And he said, I am who I am. And Jesus stands there as Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. I'm about to run, jump in this thing. I'm about to jump in that thing and baptize myself. Amen. <laughs> Whoo! Then they took up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. 
So listen, when we see this, when we're saying this this to Jehovah, when you hear that, I don't want you to separate it. I want you to see God for who he is. Like, And that, that when we're talking about this Holy Spirit, when we say that, that he's with you, he's in you, he's in your life, that is Jehovah. That's not Jehovah distance somewhere. That's Jehovah who is in you and with you, walking in your life, leading you, directing you every part of the way. He is Jehovah, man, and he is so amazing. And today, I'm on one assignment. It's like one thing we've got to get it has today the jehovah that we're talking about become personal for you that's what we're talking about that's that's today because he says something david says this 10 times in three verses my now this is critical we see this word 10 times in three verses now it's different there's a difference between me and my We've made a lot of stuff in the gospel about me. All right. We've made a lot of stuff about Christianity, me driven and me based. There's a lot of churches around me's and, and, and people who are again, zero down. But no, no, it, but it is this, it is my, and that's today what we're talking about. And this guy who wrote this, think about David. Think about this guy who wrote these words. We were just singing. I didn't know y'all was going into this whole man after your heart. I'm after your heart. And man, this was what this was this is a guy who wrote this. And the Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart. And when you see scripture, all the screw-ups that David had, you're like, was that a mistype? Did that was that did somebody miss that? No. Why was he that? Because David really understood that God wanted to be personal with him. He he wanted to be like like him, just like him and David. And and look back over time. Like you see David just, uh, you read stories, he's dancing as he's out tending sheep. Think about this guy who was out there keeping sheep in the backside of a pasture somewhere and just dancing before the Lord. My mind, again, it goes a lot of places. And it just, I was like thinking about what what did the sheep think about this guy who was supposed to be leading them around? He's He's a leader. And study the scripture. Like, man, it's, it's wild. They hear the voice of the shepherd. They know it and obey it. And they actually follow him. This is cool stuff, man. And we're going to be seeing by the, one of the Jehovah's. He's our shepherd. But, man, think about, like, dude, those guys are out there. They're trying to eat, do their thing. And then David starts going in. Some of y'all thought, like, what was happening earlier was too much. It was not too much. It wasn't. I mean, he deserved everything that we were giving him just a few moments ago. Every, he deserved all of it. He deserved every bit. And David got this. And so David out there on the hillside dancing before the Lord and the sheep who was like, man, there he goes. And I don't know if they just started spinning around too. I, my just, like, that's my shepherd. He's doing, I got to do what he's doing. I don't know how this stuff works, but man, this is where I go. Uh, but it, it's, it's amazing. And David said this. David understood this, and when he wrote this psalm, he was writing about being delivered. And when you understand that you have been delivered, you will praise different. 
you will worship differently when you understand that God has delivered you. And David understood his screw-ups. He recognized he needed somebody to set him free and deliver him. And he recognized it was Jehovah who would do that. And he said, you are now my God, the Lord, my God. We're going to celebrate people getting in the water who have done this. Not just heard that there is I am, but he became their God. And so, man, today we're going to celebrate that. And listen, I want you to get it like that. He is my, I, 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 this is my heart, but it just becomes so real to you. That like he is mine. And we don't have to really like teach that in other areas. Like we have two grandbabies. They're, they're, two grand, they're beautiful. Our granddaughters are beautiful. They incredible at two and four and um and it's wild we never had to teach them like now this is your stuff and we want you to fight for it <laughs> you know what i'm talking about like you know like now this is yours now if ellie tries to come get your stuff i want you to take her out never taught them that stuff. But Eliza, two-year-old, her, her sister, four-year-old, comes up, tastes something, and Eliza's like, I mean, ready to take her down. It's wild. Two, because she's like, no, that's mine. That's mine. And I want you to be in a series like, man, this is my God. He's Jehovah El. He is my God. And this David, this mighty warrior who the covering of the Holy Spirit would come upon him and he would take out, I mean, entire forces. He would operate in this. And again, it was because of, we see now the spirit of Jehovah El, my God, coming upon him and becoming real. And I want you to get this because, listen, there's nothing, there's no enemy you can't defeat when you see that, wait a minute, my God is with me. My God is on my side. I'm not by myself. My God is with me. So, again, we got to see that this morning. We got to grab it. So, I want to do this, and we're going to do it quick because we want to get them in the water. I'm going to give you five quick things. Like, wait a minute, bro, I thought that No, these are real quick. I promise. We're, gonna, we're finishing this thing. But I, I really will be, keep building. But there's five things. And this cool these are actually descriptions here in Psalm, Psalms that we read. These are actually military terms. David was a, a warrior. He was a king, but he operated as a warrior. It got him in trouble when he was supposed to have been on the field in war. And he was hanging out at the palace, getting in trouble, all right? Listen, that's why we understand, listen, that God's called us to be on assignment and not to get off the battlefield, stay in this thing with the Lord. That's when he got in trouble. But So look at how he describes this. We see five words in this passage, military terms, that show us, again, the description of how it becomes mine. Like, this is like how, I'll, you, this is your gauge today. This will be the judge for you to be able to say, is he mine? And, 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 it, and this will also do this. It will help you see, wait a minute, I can, have, I, can, I can have all these things in him? Yeah. What are they? Number one is this. He says, you Jehovah El, he said, you are my rock. You are my rock. Now, this, this word, again, I'm, I want to break each word and just look at each word just in the literal meaning of the word. It means that he is our security. Man, that is so good. I feel like our world is just so unstable. I watch very little news. 
because I, I get mad and get ticked off and you know when I when I when I see it, so I just don't I don't watch it. I you know try to read good news the best I can, and and look at that. But but man, if you start seeing some of this stuff that's happening, it's real easy to get kind of consumed with it. You know, if you can balance it out, balance it out. But but if you're not able to balance and you, it, 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 it kind of controls your mind and it takes you every day to that same place and you hear all this happening in the world and it messes you to the point, you probably need to just kind of like fast that, set that aside and really kind of just lay that aside and start looking because, man, there's so much instability in our world. But this is what's so cool. He is our security. Jehovah El is my God. And it's a rock that cannot be moved. And, and when we see today, and, and as we think about security, man, we look and man, there are security cameras like everywhere today. It's the world we're living in. It's the time that we're, we're, just, we're just in it. I hate it. You know, a lot of the stuff is kind of like we have to do today. But I think there's like, I don't know, 18 cameras or something in this church or 21 cameras, whatever it is. Just, just crazy. Like, man, you know, but, but why? But it's, it gives you a sense of security. I, I, we, we do this for you parents. Like, you take your children, you check them in. There's cameras in every classroom. That's cool. Somebody's like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I that. yeah, we do that. Why? We want you to feel secure and then know that your children are being loved and cared for correctly and all those things. They're important. We have those things. But God said this He said, I'm your security. That means he's looking out for you. means he's your protection. He's watching out for us today. So he is my rock. So I want you to say it. Just say, man, he's my rock. Amen. He is my rock. Secondly, we see this. He said, he is my fortress. He is my fortress. Literal meaning. It means a castle or a fort. That's why, like, he is that to me. He's like my castle, my fort. We went to St. Augustine, Florida for the first time ever. I guess that was a share. First time ever we went to St. Augustine on, on for a family vacation. And while we were there, uh, they, they have the oldest masonry fort in the continental United States. Um, I, I can't pronounce that. Somebody who can pronounce, uh, uh, Chris, you know it. How do you say that? That's one of your favorite plays. Castillo de San Marcos. Come on, somebody. How do y'all know it's bilingual, man? Your pastor's operating in the gifts right now. Amen. The, the Castillo de San Marcos is the largest Spanish stone fortress built to protect and defend Spain's claim in the New World. Wild. You go see that place. It is a trip to go in and just like the magnitude of that being so old. And again, it's uh, this, it would take you back over 315 years old. And I was thinking about, like, man, how were they able to do some of this stuff back then? Man, they didn't have cats and bobcats and skid steers and trucks, and they didn't have all the stuff, bro, that we have. And, man, they didn't have a, how did they do it? I thought, man, it's, it's amazing to think about. Like 315 years ago, but we have a God who is timeless who is eternal, and who before any of those things was our rock. He was our fortress. He is that today for us. And so we have a fortress who is outside of time. And it's amazing to me. And I love it, man. It's so incredible. So again, David's saying this to him. You're the one. And you're talking about like a guy who lives in a castle who has kings, who is a king and who has kingdoms. And again, I believe it's why, again, he was the man after God's own heart because he saw something. And again, he had a lot of things, but ultimately he saw God as his castle. 
He saw God as his fort. And I don't believe, I don't, I don't believe God is upset if you have a lot of stuff. I believe, matter of fact, I believe he probably wants to give us more than what we operate in sometimes. I really believe that. But a, a lot of times, man, when we can do what David did at one point where he missed it, he looked at the fortress and the things around him as his source. But he said, no, God, he said, you're my castle. You're the fortress today. You're the one who protects. So again, he is my fortress. Thirdly, he is this also. He is our deliverer. He is our deliverer. And I, this, is, this is one of the things like that for us that I, I feel like, man, that God wants to do. He wants to set people free from bondages and strongholds. And, and he wants to give us the freedom in every area of our life. And this is what this, again, word means. It means to cause to escape. And so like the things that you're in, the things that, listen, maybe you feel like, man, this thing has a hold on me. I, I, I need freedom from this. I, I wish I could break free from this. You know who your deliverer is? Jehovah El. And how does that happen when he becomes your God? Like when he becomes God to you, amen? He can't, Jeho- he can't be Jehovah El to somebody else. He can't be. He can't be Jehovah El to somebody else. Jehovah El is a personal God who becomes real to you and he becomes your God. And he is this for today. He is a cause of escape and he is a protection for us. And fourthly, he is this for us today. He is our strength. He's my strength. This is what he said in here. And this this word literally means, it means a block, stone, or boulder. And I was thinking about, again, that castle that we walked through, the Castillo de San Marcos. Um, I, I was, <laughs> I felt it's flowing, man. I think it's the lack of sleep that I'm, I'm, I'm operating in. But, man, I, as we was walking around, again, amazed. Amazing thing to see. It was very hot, and so we didn't want to stay there long. Amazing to see. But I, I, I like this, that, that David got it, and it made sense because when you see this, again, my strength, my, my stone, my boulder, it's not just this big picture. It's every piece. Wow. Come on, it's like every part, every makeup. And listen, this is, the, this is huge because when we see this today, that he is the, every, that he, the sum total, everything operates in and through him. He becomes my God and he is the rock of my salvation. There is no stronger rod. There is no stronger source of strength. And he said this today, like today I am and can be your strength. And I, I, talk to, I talk to people a lot and, and, and it's, it's tough when you see somebody who's like kind of like weak and struggling and maybe going through a tough time. And this is what I know to be true. When you go to him, when you turn to him and you say, would you be like my God? He comes to you. He comes to you. You, you, you won't see in scripture like anyone who comes to the Lord. And, I, and again, think about David. Man, messed up some stuff. Taking people out, taking people's wives, doing all kind of crazy stuff. But he knew who to go back to. He knew who to turn to. And it's Jehovah El who met him out there in the pasture. It was Jehovah El who met him there in the castle. It was Jehovah El who was with him in the battlefield, who got him through all those wars. And it's Jehovah El who will be with you through any situation. How does it happen? He has to become personal. And fifthly, we see this. 
He says, he is my shield. He is my shield. What does that mean? It means this, that he is the one who arms us. And I know, again, each of these Jehovah's are so important. I'm trying not to miss. If you travel, go back and listen because each are so important. Each part of this, each piece of the boulder of the castle. Because he is our shield. And it means this. It means he is the one who physically, literally, he arms us for victory. Now, it is, it is a place of safety from our enemies, but it also is this. It is the weapons that we need. It is the arming that we need to win. So I mean, we have a lot of those around here, Second Amendment guys, and I'm one of them, and I, I believe in this. I'm an armed guy. Um, I, we were doing, getting prepared, moving, everything, you know, uh, getting set up for everything. I was going through some stuff, and I found my nunchucks from 1983. True story, man. And I posted them. If you follow me on social, you'll see that. I mean, this is real. Some of y'all thinking pastor makes stuff, makes half of this stuff up. I know, I know you're thinking that. It's just a true story. Like I, I, I posted, it's not there. It's real. And I was thinking about that, man. Like that. I remember, like, man, I, I get out of the yard. I was bad, man. I'm telling you, I still can do that. Armed in that way, I found my ninja stars. Just, you know, again, we didn't have video games. You know, you had three channels on the television. You know, you know, 4, 7, 13. You know, you turn the rabbit ears the right way, you can get a little something else, maybe mixed up. What do you do? You got out. But I was cool, man. There's weapons that, I, and I, again, I love, them, I love them still. Love weapons still. But you know what God is? He's our armor. He's our protector. And today, I don't invite you to, if you would do this, to stand with me, please. And, and I, ten times in three verses, this guy who is after God's own heart saying, my, he's mine. He's this to me. He's, that, he's this today for me. And I want, I want to read verse three again of our opening text. And if you're wondering this morning, like, how does this start? Man, I, I don't, what do I do? How's this thing begin? Like, we're going to celebrate those who today who have already done what we're about to read. And maybe God's calling you into that journey. Maybe you've been walking with Him a long time, and like David, maybe you kind of pulled back, fell off, messed up. What's the answer? Verse 3 says this He says, I will call upon the Lord. I will call upon the Lord. I will call upon the Lord. If you would bow your heads in me, if you don't mind, and close your eyes for a moment. And like I said in the, in the beginning of this message this morning, that it, he has to become personal. Honestly, what, what I'm going to be, what we're teaching, what we're looking at, what we're studying together, it's not going to mean much to you. And I really want it to. God wants this to. It's not going to mean much to you. you you'll, come to the, you'll come to church, you'll go through a few songs and hear something, and you'll go back to the next day going back the same old life. Until this happens. Until you call upon the name of the Lord. Until you call on Him. 
And so as your heads are bowed, eyes are closed this morning. Is there anyone here who, first of all, like today, you need to call upon him to be your God? Like, do you need to call on him to be your God? Maybe there's a lot of G's, little G's, things going on in life. But you today, are not, you don't have a relationship with this one true God that we're speaking of today. You need to call upon him. You can do that right where you're standing. You can come down to this altar right now. Our altars are open here all the time. You can come right now. But this morning, standing there, watching online, today, if you need to call upon the name of the Lord, if you need to call on God, you need a personal relationship with him, if you would do this, just right where you're standing to let me know that you're saying, yeah, Pastor, that's me. I want to call on the Lord today. I need to call on God. And today, first of all, again, for salvation, we're going to celebrate salvation today. Is there anyone here today say, I need to call upon him to be my God, my Lord? Just slip your hand up real high, real fast. And if I see that, I'm going to pray with you. And I want want to introduce you to the Lord we're talking about this morning. Yeah, God bless you. Raise it up. Yeah, raise it up. God bless you. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else? Just raise up. My God. I want you to be my God today. Just right where you're standing. Just call on the name of the Lord. That's what David did. And I want those right now who, who may be like David, man, you was maybe dancing in the, in the field at one point. Your life happened. Things went, went wrong. Maybe you've drifted or pulled back from the Lord. Call on him right now. He'll hear and he'll listen. Yeah, call upon him. If you raise your hand, I just want to pray with you right where you're at. Just say this today. Say, God, I call on you. Today, I recognize my need for you, for you to be my God, my personal Jehovah, my God to me, not to my fathers, not to my family, but personally to me, God, be my Jehovah God. I call on you now, Lord. I call on you now. I believe Jesus gave his entire life for me and he defeated the grave. And he's alive today. And I can have eternal life with him. As I put my faith in him today. In Jesus' holy name. Can we celebrate God and what God's doing right now? Give him praise. If you're being baptized, I I want you to do this. We're going to take a moment. We're going to pray together. We're just going to go after God here and just prepare. And in just a few moments, we're going to be putting some little ones in the water. If you have not been baptized and you know Jesus and you want to make that step of faith today, please run by this table, grab some shorts and T-shirt if you need that. And, And you can jump in and be a part of this baptism this morning. But I want you this morning for those to do that. And as our worship team begins to minister in this song as we transition, I want to invite you to do this this morning. Just spend time just with the Lord, just like him being your your personal God, just a channel, you and him today. And if you need prayer, we have our prayer team that loves and believes in the power of prayer. If you need that this morning, we invite you. You can come. But let's just spend these few moments this morning with Jehovah El today. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.